0: Welcome to Always Listening. We are your hosts. I'm Josh. I'm Joel. And this is Always Listening. On Always Listening, we review a different podcast every week to help you find your next favorite show. Today, though, uh, before we get to our show, we need a little bit of preamble here, I think, Josh. We, We need a little backstory for you especially.
1: So I feel like my lack of interest or knowledge in James Bond will directly affect what I feel towards the podcast James Bond as, as And maybe I won't give it a fair shake As you
0: mentioned there, James Bonding is the show That we're going to be uh, reviewing today on this episode James Bonding is from Nerdist Industries Matt Myra, Matt Gourley are your hosts And we'll get to more about the show in just a minute But first, let's do the preamble And, and so, so so far, have you listened to any of the episodes yet? Uh,
1: I've listened to the... Zero, zero, zero is the... Just epi- the intro to yes. explain what
0: the show is about Alright, so let's let's do a little uh, a pop quiz here How many of the James Bond actors? actors can you name and this is just in the main series now there was like a tv adaptation once upon a time in the states where they they had jimmy bond uh i think there has been you know casino royale not casino royale yeah the original casino royale which was a spoof a comedy woody allen was in that peter sellers a bunch of other people they had several james bonds in that movie i think the real james bond films how many of the actors could you name all right here we
1: go sean connery yes roger moore yes timothy dalton yes Pierce Brosnan. Yes. The new guy is Craig. Uh so close. What the what the hell is his name? Daniel. Daniel. Boom. Daniel Craig. If there's any more bonds than that, I don't know who there, they are. There is one bond
0: that you're missing, and it and it happened in the middle of Sean Connery's run or towards the end of Sean Connery's run. Uh George Lazenby is the only guy that you you weren't able to, to come up with there. He made one Bond film Sean Connery was done with his contract they brought in this other guy it was not a successful movie largely and so they brought Connery back for one last hurrah
1: I gotta tell you I felt
0: pretty good about that Timothy Dalton pull I I thought that was a good one too Roger Moore was the one that I wondered whether you would remember
1: no I I feel like in the in the world of pop culture like he comes up a lot like he seems to be a lot of people's favorite Bond he is I think one of the longest tenured. He I think he made more
0: films than Connery did. Connery had yeah. seven total official James Bond oh, movies. Oh really? Yes. Ah uh, wow. I don't I might not even be able to name seven. Well, let's see. How many James Bond movies can you name first of mm. all, have you seen any of them in in their no. entirety? No. You've never seen a whole no, James, James Bond, Bond movie from start to yeah, finish.
1: <laughs> no, James Bond to me is a lot like Star Wars for me and and, and the fact that I've never seen a single Star Wars movie from beginning to end, but I feel like it's just so pervasive in, in, in our culture that for 34 years I've, I've been inundated with it. So I've, I've picked my, – now my knowledge is probably uh, – it's definitely incomplete but two it could be completely wrong like it's just connections i've made in my head yeah it's it's like the kid who never went
0: to sunday school but tries to tell you bible stories yeah sure yeah. so so lesson name a few uh, a few bond films if you can okay. let's see how many you can get dr no yes
1: diamonds are forever very much so moonraker okay quantum of Solace was the new one uh huh or one of the new ones oh <laughs> it's not the most recent <laughs> uh huh that's four I know more than four. Give me a second. Yeah, Goldfinger, very good. Thunders and thunder, something. <laughs> Bolt, Lord, I don't know. Thunderball, very thunder close. Thunderball, there we go. Thunderlord would have been a great James Bond movie. <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah. Is there? Is it? Is one the spy that's something something? Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Austin Powers. Um, <laughs> the Spy Who Loved Me. There we go. <laughs> that's all I'm doing. so I'm pulling. Uh, I feel like there's some really easy ones that I'm just missing. Well, there's there's one
0: I know you know because it's really your your best frame of reference for James Bond altogether is really? the video game version of oh, this. Oh, uh, the man with the golden gun. Ooh, that's a good one, but that's not the one I was thinking of. Golden Eye is what I was thinking of. Really? Yeah.
1: How many Goldens are they going to put in A lot. So
0: you got Gold, titles? Goldfinger, of course, is the classic with Sean Connery. Golden yeah. Eye was the first Pierce Brosnan movie. Man with the Golden Gun, I think, Ooh, is the uh, second or third Roger Moore.
1: Um, Live and Let Die? Very good. That's the first Roger Moore film. Yes. I th- is there something about dying twice? Never die twice. Lived it. I don't know.
0: Uh, die another day is one of the Pierce Brosnan ones, okay. and uh, you might be thinking of Never Say Never Again, which is the unofficial Sean Connery movie.
1: No, I've never. That would not have no. guessed that one. No.
0: That's technically a remake of Thunderball, so you didn't really miss anything there. So, so, but the basic idea is that I mean, you clearly you got a handful of
1: generic James Bond. I, I know knowledge. who James Bond is. Yeah.
0: So, so you you tell me who is James Bond.
1: Uh, he's the international man of mystery. No, that's, that's that's Austin Powers. That's Austin Powers. He's a lot like. He's a spy. Him. He's yeah, a, he's, he's a, a British spy. A British spy, exactly.
0: And and the movies themselves are are very famous for a few tropes. You see yeah, a lot so, of. So
1: we have, uh, so just as a whole, uh, there's always supposed to be like some title sequence. That is unique to each movie, right? Right. Okay. There's always a uh, Bond girl. Mm-hmm. At least one. Generally a couple. He is a womanizer. A little bit, yeah. A uh, bit of an alcoholic. Yeah. He has a guy who makes gadgets for him. Do you know that person's name? No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Q.
0: Q, okay. Yeah, and he was played by – Q, very interestingly, was played by the exact same actor from the first film – all the way, actually, he's—I don't believe Q's in Doctor No, but I think he comes in in the second one from Russia with Love. But Q is the same actor from the beginning of the series all the way to the last time that we saw him until uh, the Daniel Craig movies didn't feature Q at all until the third one. Sky so Fall. how do they
1: tie that in? I mean, you just have to—you're just like, look, Q's the same, but the Bond's going to be different. But he's going to view every Bond as if it's always been the same Bond.
0: Yes, pretty That's much. And, I mean, and it's—it's uh, it's a loose chronology, you know. The well, the same thing happened with Judy Dench, Dame. Judy Dench plays M, who's who's his boss, the sort of figurehead of yeah. of MI six, and and M was the same from the Pierce Brosnan films across to the Daniel Craig movies. Judy Dench went to both, so movies. she spanned two bonds, it was two bonds. Yes, exactly. Okay. Uh, I think total she made. F- Six movies, I guess, as M, uh, and then of course, Money Penny was the same way. Miss, Moneypenny, I don't even
1: know who Money Penny is.
0: Money Penny is sort of the secretary in the office there at M's uh, main office, and and she is a recipient of James's flirting through most of the early movies.
1: Uh, so, huh? I wonder if that's um, if that's like Tony Stark and um, Pepper Pepper. Yeah, uh, Pepper Potts. That seems pretty. Maybe a close. little bit.
0: I mean, Pepper, you know, eventually becomes CEO of the company and and she's, you know, given a lot to do in the most. So what happens in Moneypenny? Does she die? Uh, no, Moneypenny never <clears throat> dies that I'm aware of. In the most recent Skyfall film, uh, Moneypenny is an actual agent who's injured in the line of duty and then now sort of gets a desk job afterwards. Um, so that's they, they've sort of retconned that. So that is a little bit of background on what you know about James Bond. Now we're going to go away and you're going to listen to several of these what yeah, what's your plan for how
1: to listen to this here, show so my my plan is to i uh, so normally we listen to 3 yeah but i kind of want to list try to listen to at least one episode of each Actor who has played James Bond, well, so I want to s- try to get a Roger Moore, Connery, Connery, Craig, and
0: and uh, I would go at least. You could maybe even pick one uh, Timothy Dalton or a Brosnan. I'd skip Lazenby probably, uh just because there's only one film there. But yeah, I think that would be a, a great way. Here's what to I do worry, Here's get what I worry five. about
1: it, and I and I, and I got to feeling it'll probably be. I feel like this is going to be kind of like a companion podcast. Like you should probably listen to this podcast, like watch a Bond movie, listen to the podcast afterwards i could be wrong i don't know that's 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 how i've been doing it that's that's how i've been doing it it. so i'm excited
0: to see how you respond to it excited to see how uh, (laughs) we end up reviewing this thing and we will do that when we come back to this episode
1: (music) a lot of firsts tonight josh like the first time we start without a sound check i mean we
0: are like i'm probably going to use this because I got an interesting thing to talk about, but
1: like, I'm, I am using I lo- this. I this love, answer. I love without you even putting on the headphones, I'm, ass- I'm going to assume you made me louder because I stay so far away from the mic. Always. That's yeah.
0: like, that is the answer. Here's the, like, I'm, well, one of us is, a, is an audio professional and the other one is a dexy is a damn that's well that's true too. Uh, the other one is a is a damn fine layman is what I was going to say. But, you know, sexy as well. All right. A lot of first tonight, Josh. I said that and the reason I said that is because first of all, this is the first podcast that we have done of of a review show anyway that we did in more than one piece.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got some uh pre audio, but I guess to you, the listener, it's all pre audio. Well, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. But I mean, this is a more
0: produced show than we've ever done before. Here's another... We're working on it. Here's another first. I am enjoying my very... I've never drank anything like this. And for more on my weird eating habits, you can listen to uh, a particular episode, the first episode, in fact, of What Makes Me Weird. Shameless. There'll be a link for that in the show notes. But I've never drank anything like this, but you gave me... A coconut water with tea. It's wild orange flavored. It's one uh, energizing hydration. Tonight's episode is brought to you by one energizing. It's not. It's the first time I've ever had anything like this. I am hydrated, sir. That's what you tell me anyway. I don't know. I don't know what a <laughs> coconut water does, but I'm on it tonight. So enjoy that, ladies and gentlemen. Next week, uh, we'll be another first. What's happening next week?
1: We'll be in our new studio. Oh, that's true. Oh, uh,
0: yes, we are moving. Uh, not we're it doesn't really matter to you but we're moving physically across the hallway into the the new production studio here but we're very excited about that uh we may sound a little different we're going to work out the kinks perhaps but anyway that's coming here's the other first though josh i thought why don't we do listener mail here in the middle of the episode we're going to have the little preamble talking about what you know about james bond we're going to have the episode proper why not listener mail right in the middle
1: look man the cubs clinched tonight i'm pretty much game for anything Indeed, indeed. I forgot. That is a,
0: it is a special night the Cubbies uh, moving forward in the playoffs. How long has it been since they've gone how
1: how long has it been since they won a playoff series? So it's been 108 years since a World Series and in that 108 years they've won a series once.
0: Oh my. Okay, so yes, this is a historical night then. All right, let's let's do listener mail. Ooh. This comes from Kellyanne Bellways. Uh, Kelly has written into us uh, before. She's a member of the Facebook group. You can find us Facebook.com slash always listening pod. That's our Facebook page, but there is also a, a group you can search, Always Listening. We're a podcast enthusiast group. And uh, if you want to join that, uh, I'll have to approve you. But I, I do I just don't want people selling Ray Bans, basically. That's the reason that's there. Kelly says, regarding too many podcasts and the different ways to listen. You were talking about how your app in particular, y- your Stitcher is not handled handling yeah. the fact that you want to subscribe to 100 podcasts at a time or whatever. Yeah, uh, She says, I once read about a woman who lived on a houseboat and due to space restrictions had a strict policy of only bringing home something new when something old was removed. So she had a one-in, one-out policy. She, I can't do that. Kelly does that with podcasts. She says, if I try one and decide it really has got to be a regular part of my feed, then something else has to go. She's she And if she looks hard enough, there's one that she hasn't listened to in months, you don't get it rid of your whole app. What you do is you just unsubscribe. You go ahead and delete those that you haven't listened to. You let it go into the ether. And if you love something enough, and if it really is meant to be, it'll come back to you. I believe that
1: about podcasting.
0: Mark Maron, WTF right, has, he, has is, gone and I come back to, for me. So
1: me. Because, because I do this podcast, if I want to make a reference to something that we've already reviewed, if I delete that from my app... I will never remember it. This is this is
0: why, and again, I'm going to give a little plug, and I'm going to do a full review for this as a side episode, a little bonus episode for you later this week. But I, I want to brag for a minute up, up on Overcast. That's my app of choice. I love it. Uh, Marco Armand. And here's the coolest thing. I'm going to go ahead and give you this without the whole episode. It just went to a freemium model. So it's... It's free for all of the new features for Overcast 2.0. Uh, and then he just asks, hey, if you really love it and, and you want to tip in the settings, you can send me a buck or two bucks or three bucks or whatever. And that's not recurring. It's one time. You can do it anytime you want to. And that's only if you want to. That's only if you if you find that much value in the product. And he says, you know, if like 5% of his users do that, he makes more money than he did on the old version. So anyway, cool app, really cool features. But one of the things that I love about it, once you ever download a single show, it shows up in your list of shows. And like there's a there's a list at the top that says these are shows that you have episodes unplayed of. These are shows that you don't have any episodes of. But it shows that you've seen once upon a time. So I don't ever delete anything from that list. And, and effectively everything that I've ever even sort of searched for and said, hey, that one episode for 30 seconds I want to listen to, it's there in that list. I can go back to it eventually. What I'm saying here is, look. Whether you listen to five podcasts or 50 or 500 on a regular basis, don't feel like you have to continue listening to one if it's keeping you from trying a new one. That's my point, Kelly. And and Kelly, in that respect, she's got the one-in-out, one-out policy. If that's what works for her, if that's the limit, excellent. You just stick with your limit. Don't feel bad about it. You can always come back to those shows. And if, you, if they're really good, you will come back to them. That is a dumb stance for you to take. <laughs> I'm just saying that's the truth.
1: Yeah, and I'm just saying – Uh, after 10 episodes, we would lose all of our listeners. (laughs) Perhaps she says, I use iTunes and an iPod for most
0: podcast subscriptions because my windows phone don't judge me has fewer available titles, but the ones I can get on my phone live there for when I only have my phone with me and the iPod ones are more for commuting. This means some podcasts will have several episodes stored up by the time I switch to that device. Uh, good plan, man. I'm glad that it works for you, and whatever works for you—that's the most important part. Podcasts, podcasts are easy to get, and they come on all your devices. Don't feel limited because you're on Windows devices. So, Chris Taylor says, "Does your new server use location-based ads, or are they in the Tampa Bay area of Florida?" I keep he- hearing ads for local uh, locations. Uh, first because of all, we know where you live. <laughs> we do not. I've said this before. We do not know where you live. Blog Talk Radio's servers at that moment when they send you an ad. They knew where you were downloading from. That's the limit. But yes, we do have location-based ads, and not every location will get a specific local ad. What happens there is Blog Talk Radio's network of of ads is getting served by someone in your local area. I say that's cool on that business because that's a business that knows, hey, new media makes money. So I'm not supporting them directly, but I'm saying it is cool that you've got local businesses that are buying into podcast advertising at this early stage. Yay for them. It's Um, been
1: like over 10 years early my foot. Well,
0: I mean, it's early early for the ad business. Trust me, as a guy who sells uh, both traditional and new media, or tries to anyway, yeah, it's It's early for most of these ad agencies. I also just finished listening to the thrilling adventure hour. I found them about two months ago and went back to the first show and listened to the whole thing. Yeah, man sucks that they won't be making any more, but they will, they will be making more. We we talked about that. There is going to be a few from time to time. There's going to be live events, but there's also going to be, uh, they're going to do audio versions, podcast versions of the comic book. So as the comic book comes out at least once a month or so, still
1: uh, not the same.
0: No, 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 absolutely uh, not the same, but, but you know, I think something. It's something there for the fans. And also, like, again, there's so many. Go back and listen to them again uh, slower, you know. Uh, Have you ever listened to the SpyCast podcast? It was from the International Spy Museum. Have you ever listened to that that show?
1: No, but I would probably like that show about real spies much better than a show about a fake spy.
0: Oh, that's what we call in the traditional media business a segue, my friend. And we will go ahead. The answer is no. We have not. Neither one of us have listened to this podcast podcast. But I got to tell you, it's on the list. And you know what the list is for, Josh? To keep us on track. Well, yeah, to keep us on track, but specifically, I was I, that was another tease. Uh, you were given a segue, and we're going to get back to that segue in a minute, but I was given a tease. But then it's not a segue, is it? Okay, then fair enough. What, what's coming up in November? Listener Appreciation Month. Yes, and, and you, sir, are one of the podcasts that's uh, going to be in Listener Appreciation But uh, or you've suggested one, Spycast Podcast. We're going to do that in November. November, folks, we're bringing you two podcasts a week, even if it breaks us.
1: And it often does.
0: And it often well. Here's what happens: by the end of November, you and I don't like each other, and we don't like this show very much. Probably <laughs> that's going to be my that's going to be my suggestion. By the end of the, I mean that's kind of what happened last year. And we did we did like four in one day. Do you remember that? Or four in a weekend? Didn't we? Did we, we? We just kept recording. The girls, Kelly and the girls, went out of town, and we just like banged a bunch of them out. You remember that? Oh, I don't. Uh, I, you don't because no, you don't do the editing.
1: No, right. But here's the thing. Before you just start adding podcasts all willy nilly, like we had so many submissions last year, we couldn't get to all of them—not even close to all of them. Oh, absolutely! Please, for the love of God, can we do a better job of finding ones that are thirty minutes?
0: (laughs) Yes, yes, we will make sure that not three hours. Didn't we do? Didn't we do? uh, No, we didn't do the trifecta of history podcasts in listener appreciation month. Okay, so that's coming up in November. All right. Now, what was that segue again, Josh? We were talking about uh, the SpyCast podcast, and that's going to be one of our Listener Appreciation Month shows. And you said... That I'm not your monkey and I'm not jumping through this hoop again. Oh, that's right. I, that's right. Okay. No, as as you heard in the preamble, I believe we are always listening or have been always listening this week to the James Bonding podcast. Uh, Josh, I... And I think it's going to become pretty clear here that I suggested this. So I'll uh, I'll give the intro here. You can find it at Nerdist.com slash podcast slash James Bond dash. You know what? There's a link in the show notes. It's at the Nerdist.com search for James Bonding and you can find it. The hosts, Matt Myra, Matt Gorley, and a guest, my friends, or at least almost every episode. The length, it varies. A three hosted podcast? How did I get so lucky? I, well, hey, you like Mabimba Bam, or you used to at least. Generally, you got three people, but, but Matt Myra and Matt Gorley are the, the two anchors. Length of the show, it's about an hour and a half to two hours plus. And I mean, it really does range. I As I was scanning through, I think the shortest regular episode is about an hour and 20 minutes. They go all the way up to. To two and two a hours, half, or, yeah. or almost three hours. And uh, regularity started out basically once a week, but now it's it's pretty sporadic. The last regular episode was, um, as they discussed Octopussy, and that came out on August 27th. Then they did a special episode about the Spectre trailer, and that came out, or the Spectre trailers, I should say, and that came out October 8th. That's the basic idea of the show. And what is the idea? We're going to get to it in a minute. Host likability, though, we think is one of the most important things uh, in a podcast. And even if you have content that you don't necessarily think, hey, that's something I'm going to be interested in. You can enjoy the person telling. Even if the audio is not great and you and I both listen to shows that we really think is pretty crappy sounding most of the the time. But if the host likability is there, then it, it might just become your next favorite show. So you've already said, Josh. You don't really care for Matt Myra.
1: Yeah, and I felt bad about that. I felt like I went, you know, a little hard to that well. Well, maybe you didn't feel quite so bad because I followed it up by saying, I didn't really like Matt Myra. And here's the thing is, the dude also just got married. Like, he's getting a lot of work. I wish him well. But one of the things I really don't like that he does, and I found a great, great uh, example of it, uh, and and I'm fearful that I do the same thing. So maybe I'm just a self-loather. But often he'll tell a joke, laugh at his own joke, then mention that it's a pretty funny joke. Uh,
2: it's called Dissecting Dissections with Matt and Matt. <laughs>
1: Premieres
0: on the right Nerdist Network. This. Right. right after this. <laughs> it's a pretty good name, not going to lie. Yeah. Uh, we both said that we don't like, like Matt Myra. But much like when we've reviewed Kevin Smith shows, we, we, we haven't done Smodcast yet. In both of those shows, we talked about the fact that you sort of got to keep Kevin Smith on a leash in a podcast, or at least for us, you do. I think some people really like the totally unfiltered Kevin Smith, but you and I, it sort of gets off the rails and it loses some of its uh, shine. Exactly. So exactly like that. I feel like there's there's one podcast in particular, and I think Hollywood Babylon gets it best, that sort of perfectly uses him. It, It just puts him in just the right cage. This is that show from Matt Myra for me. I've listened. Yeah, I've listened to other shows with Matt and those things that I don't like about Matt sort of wear on me. This show does not do that. As a matter of fact, it affects me the other way. All of the things that Matt is like me, all of the ways that I connect with Matt come out in this podcast where they don't in other shows. So for me, I really like him in this show, even though I don't generally like him. Well, good on you. All right, let's talk about the production values. They've gotten better over time. This show
1: started oh, pretty sparse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of the things I do like about the show is the evolution that I saw. E- even in just the four episodes that I listened to, they were getting really good at having clips ready, like discussing the movie kind of chronologically and using clips to to keep the show moving. That, like, I think that's a huge benefit to this show.
0: Well, and doesn't it? It really validates the fact that we added clips of the podcast that we review. <laughs>
1: yeah, it could be wild. Like
0: I mean, it. like, yeah, they've added the, the movie clips, the intro music. You know, the, the I like it best, though, when they do the lo-fi version of the theme song, where it's just them singing it. Really? Yes. Okay. All right, let's talk about audio quality. I think this is very good. Here's you know, here's the deal. Nerdist Industries is a media producer. In particular, they're a podcast producer, and this is an example of how it works really well when you've got high quality talent that partners up with a professional studio.
1: Yeah, the uh, uh, Nerdist Industries, pretty, pretty much as a whole, is solid, real solid. Yeah, uh, Except for the towns so and they move studios and it ends up just being a big brick room and you can get a lot of echo in it. <laughs> yeah, that happens every now and again. But it's, I mean, in the life of uh,
0: a new media company, I think that's going to happen every now and again. All right, let's talk about the content. Matt and Matt love James Bond. They get a guest to come on. They watch the James Bond film uh, in particular that they're going to discuss. And then they discuss it for about as long as the movie itself lasts. And now in particular, as they find like the real crux of the conversation. The different moments that they sort of all come together are all split apart. They splice in a piece of the movie.
1: Yeah, I really like. So actually, I'm pretty split on the Moonraker episode because the Moonraker episode combines really well things that irritate me about the show and then things that I really enjoyed about the show. So Doug Benson is in the Moonraker episode. OK, and he's running late. So they decide to go ahead and get started, and what they talk about is the teaser trailer for Spectre. What they decide to do is play the trailer and talk about the trailer. Sounds like a great idea. Like that sounds like some added bonus to the listener uh, when one of the hosts is late, right? You know, given that given that extra effort going above and beyond, kudos. Except that it works out so badly. I feel like, and I know I've got to be exaggerating this, but I don't feel like I'm that far off. So the teaser trailer's got to be, like, what, 30 seconds, 40 seconds long, not quite a minute? And they talk about it for, like, 15 minutes. And I know there's got to be a section in there to where, like, within 10 seconds to 15 seconds, they start the trailer, say a comment, stop the trailer, start the trailer, stop the trailer, commenting in between, like, five times, like, every two seconds. It drove me crazy. All
2: right, here we go. Play it again. Dancing in a hurricane, Oops. Mr. Bond.
3: You're a kite. Dancing in a hurricane, Mr. Bond. And his eyes are all f-
2: up. His eyes are all up. F- Maybe he got glaucoma. I don't know how the health of that actor is, but uh, yeah. he looks very old. Yeah. But then again, if you think about it, casting a royal was ten years ago.
3: Yeah. Oh, he looks good. Yeah, he looks better in this than he does in Skyfall. Yeah, because he's not all haggard. But I was wondering how much of that was makeup, and now I see that probably a lot of it was. Yeah. Welcome, th- this- James. Uh, okay.
1: Um, on the flip side of that, wait,
0: wait, just a minute. I'm going to look up the, the the teaser trailer and see exactly how long it was. Because I think I think honestly, it's like 90 seconds. Um, it's either 90 seconds or two minutes.
1: It's impossible to tell with how many times they start and stop it. Yeah, no, I was, okay, so the teaser trailer was a
0: minute and 37 seconds. Fair but, enough. But, but, but they still, your point is, your point is still well made. They still turned poop into gold, so to speak. <laughs> I
1: mean, they turned very little into quite a lot. They turned gold into poop. <laughs> The episode is also a really good episode of them having a discussion about the movie and putting in clips to support it. So you get that reference, right? So that's great. I love that part of it because the shows that didn't do that early on, I had almost no reference for. And it was hard for me to to connect with a show. Uh, so I'm very happy to see those changes. And I like those episodes much better. Later in the podcast series. All right.
0: Here's well, that sort of goes to the way that you listen to this podcast. And this is I'm not I don't believe I really explained this in the intro to the show. So I'll say it now. I listened to this podcast before we decided to review it. And when I say we decided to review it before I put it on the list and sort of badgered you into it. That's a good way to put it. This is our seventh episode after the relaunch, and uh, I I thought it was fitting to do the 007 show at the time. James Bonding, first of all, I was drawn to the show because of the name. It's a great name. I'll agree. Okay. Uh, As a fan, what I did was I'm rewatching the James Bond films this year. And I've watched all of the James Bond films uh, dozens of times other than the Roger Moore movies, which I've just now gotten to in my watch through this year. Kelly had never seen any of them. Uh, well, she's seen all of the Roger Moore films in like pieces on cable. So what I did was I have you know listened to the episode as I watched that film.
1: I think that's the way to do
0: it. Yeah. Well, if you if you're a fan of these movies, then do that, and it won't matter whether you agree with Matt and Matt, or whether you agree with this Matt but not with that Matt, or whether you think they're both stupid. If you like James Bond, you can w- listen to these podcasts like that and you will get a lot out of the the show See, i
1: think i think the opposite i think if you're a fan you already have reference so you'd still enjoy it if you're into james bond without watching the movie then listening to the podcast but if you're you know diving into james bond for the first time i think watching the movie and listening to the podcast is a great way to do it i also think well, no, yeah, that's the way to do it. I wouldn't do. I wouldn't listen to the podcast first and then the movie.
0: No, it would destroy yeah. the movie. Like yeah. any
1: good that you could get out of the movie would be lost. Well, anything, if you anything to the yours, first. anything, any personal connection you would have with that movie would be tainted because you'd already have a bias one way or the other.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah no, good point. Right. It, you'll sort of be it, that'll be brought back to you if you watch the movie first and then you'll bring that into the podcast. Whereas if you, watch, if you listen to the podcast first, you'll only bring Matt and Matt with you and, to the movie.
1: And I do want to say I I really feel like I gave this podcast a fair shake because uh, I was interested after episode 000. Them setting up what it is and, and how they came to James Bond uh, was a really good setup for the podcast. Uh, and I was interested after listening to it. And then I listened to episode 001. And it made me not really like someone I have thoroughly enjoyed. Another podcast, and that's Paul F. Tompkins, because he was part of this. And you, you, you know, going in, you have to know going in that you're going to get some Sean Connery impressions. But man, and and 001, they beat that horse to death, buried it, dug it up shot it, threw it in a river, f- fished it back out, <laughs> and then burned it. They literally – it's like reading the TV Guide as Sean Connery. It's fantastic, the first couple, and then it kind of they kind of see how far they can take it. And how far they took it was too far. Pierce Brosnan sort of gives up and is just Irish. <laughs>
4: <laughs> he just – He gives up he's in a done. few ways. He's yeah.
2: done. And he just starts – Irishing, yeah. That's what I'll call. JD it JD Power and Associates. <laughs> Three years in a row. Car and driver ten best. Step, list. step aside, Brian Unger. <laughs> How the stage got their names? Swamp people. <laughs> Ice road truckers. stars. Duck Dynasty. American <laughs> Restoration. <laughs> We're almost there, you guys. Pawn Stars. Did you do that? Yeah, I did. I Storage Wars. Ancient Aliens. <laughs> Top Chef All Stars. <laughs>
3: season five of Celebrity Apprentice. Sharknado. I meant season seven. <laughs> <laughs> sorry.
2: Catfish, <laughs> the TV show.
1: <laughs> the Real World Road Rules Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, we have a winner! <laughs> <laughs> the Real Housewives of San Diego.
0: There we go. Is that what? Him? Did they do a San no, Diego? I, they just did. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I, here's. I think it literally became with without any words spoken. I think it became a game between the three of them to see how many reality shows they could name. Like literally, just oh yeah. Let's see how good your pop culture knowledge is there. Because the last one in particular, they question each other on, right? The guy says, you know, Real Housewives of San San Diego.
1: You want to do your Sean Connery impression, don't you? What do you mean? I don't don't have a Sean Connery impression. That was pretty bad. We're pretty notorious for bad impressions. I'm going to give it a shot.
0: I could work on it, but I mean, I think I <laughs> could take get it, effort. <laughs> I think I could get it a little bit better than that. But uh, you sort of caught me off guard. I did not think about doing one. Oh, Once really? you asked for it, I had to do one. Here we go. Okay.
1: I am the last. <laughs> that's <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's real specific. That's real specific. But you know what? It's no different than Kevin Smith always goes to when he wants to do uh, uh, Michael Caine. He says, "You got to go to the size of a tangerine." Isn't that Kevin Smith that says that? Could be. Somebody always goes to the you gotta go to the size of the tangerine.
1: Ralph Garman tends to have a phrase that he does almost every time and every time he does that same impression.
0: Well, yeah, I think everybody starts from yeah. like you start from pure mimicry. You yes. just find the thing that you can mimic. You how can I how close to a mirror can I get? And then you work backward from there. It's sort of like that's your shorthand. All right, so we're now na- we're in our don't miss moments here. I got a bunch of them,
1: actually. Holy. Okay. I got no.
0: I got three is what I got. Okay, I got three. First of all, and this is the this. I'm gonna go from from three all the way to my really my favorite. I do have one don't miss moment. Okay, what's your don't miss? I thought that was your don't miss moment. I thought the Paul F. Tompkins uh, reality TV show rant was your don't miss.
1: You hate me. Have that. you been listening to no, what, I the words
0: you. coming out of my mouth? No, I hurt you. Yes. No, I hurt you. Well, I'm glad you have a don't miss.
1: I thought that was it. Yeah, I thought you were spent all no, on the one my, and then my the My don't miss moment is the uh the little theme song that they do in the uh, Moonraker episode. Bad and bad Bad,
4: bad, bad and, bad bad
1: and bad <laughs>
0: Bonding podcast. It's the James Bonding podcast. It's the James Bonding podcast. It's the James Bonding podcast. It's
1: the James Bonding podcast. It's the James Bonding, Bonding podcast with Matthews Myra and Corley. Matthews Corley and Myra podcast of James Bond.
0: Good call. All right, yeah, that was a good one, and I agree with you. That was it was a wonderful
1: oh, it's fantastic
0: uh, version of that. All right, my don't miss moments go in this order. All right, episode thirty which is all
1: about the, the Spectre trailers. They open it with their first ad read. You know what? You know what so they do a whole episode about the new movie and it being Spectre, and in the first one or two episodes, they talk about how Spectre is such a dumb acronym. Oh, yeah. No, it's still a dumb acronym. Yeah, but they're making a whole blockbuster movie on something dumb. Well, here's the deal. I'm assuming... Spectre, we're gonna take we'll, the first two letters of the first <laughs> word because we need to spell something
0: well here's the beauty of it though here's the beauty of it okay so they in the in the new movies in the Daniel Craig movies which you have you said you haven't seen any of them I said I couldn't even there's how many does he have three he's, Four? he's done three right now this will be his fourth okay so I so he did he did two, Casano, of, those, two of those Royale
1: two of those three I don't think I've seen at all and I think I've seen bits and pieces of one, maybe, but it could be that I've seen bits and pieces of all of them and have just thought it was the same movie.
0: Yeah, yeah. well, they sort of they, they do they they tell a story together. Okay. Uh, these three are connected. So he did he did uh, Casino Royale, which ostensibly is the very first time that James Bond is ever a secret agent. Okay, like he gets his license to kill in the opening scene of that
1: movie, and then. Uh, Pretty sure he got his license to kill when he took 007. Yeah, he's not 007. That's what I'm saying. He's
0: not 007 until the beginning of that movie. He becomes beginning 007. movie?
1: which movie? Qua- uh, Casino Royale. Mm, he's looking mighty old. <laughs> no. to just now
0: becoming James Bond. All right. No, he's always been James Bond. That's his name. That's his real name. Not. It's not a code name. Uh, I don't believe you. All right. Anyway, so you should watch the movies sometimes. They're really good. So, but so. What spy uses his real name? Shush. All right. So that's the first one is Casino Royale for him anyway. Then he did Quantum of Solace, which is takes place immediately. Like the end of Casino Royale goes. You should watch them as like a five and a half hour movie together. Like they go immediately together or five hours or however long it is. And then Skyfall is the most recent one. And then Spectre is the new one. Here's the thing, though. In the second movie, Quantum of Solace, it becomes clear that the events of the first were all created by or orchestrated by this organization known as Quantum in the movie. That's what they come to know is that Quantum are the secret bad guys that that did all the bad things in the first one. It's exactly what Spectre was in the original movies. They just changed the name. And the reason they changed the name is because they didn't own the rights to the word Spectre, okay? In the interim, they got those rights back. And so now they can reveal to us in the new movie that, in fact, the group that we thought was Spectre was just a piece. Oh, no, the group that we thought was Quantum was just a piece of what is known as Spectre. A mirror shield. Yes. So, But here's the cool thing about that. So Um, what it does, it allows them to keep the name so it serves fans – But it also allows them to—they don't have to make it an acronym anymore. It doesn't have to stand for anything. They can just be a specter, as in a ghost. We don't really exist because we're so secret. That's the idea, which is what Fleming was getting at in the first place, or whoever wrote it. If it's
1: what he was getting at in the first place, then it would never have been an acronym.
0: No, it was a a byproduct of the times— to so what no he worked backwards he wanted to make an organization and he thought well the CIA has abbreviations the FBI etc cetera, etc cetera. MI6 sounds like something so he wanted to have he wanted to give it a a, a name like that but He also wanted it to be oblique and mean something. And
1: so the group decided that their name was going to be Spectre, and they worked backwards. What could Spectre stand for? You're dumb, and James Bond is dumb, and (laughs) I don't have to say it any more eloquently than that. All right, fine. Yes, they
0: open it with the ad read, and then they finish the ad by trading back and forth 21st century Bond girl names. Now, I would love to share a piece of this because it is the first of my Don't Miss moments, but... There's literally none of the names that are, they're all too explicit to put on the show without bleeping. And if you bleep it, then it's not funny because it doesn't, you don't know exactly what they say. You just know it's something that's naughty. And so you should just go listen to that part. If you like James Bond in particular, you like Bond girl names. So that's one of my don't miss moments. You can check it out right at the beginning of, of episode 30. Here's my, uh, my second favorite is anytime they do an Ian Fleming impersonation.
1: I couldn't tell you. You could, you could do 15 different voices, and I'd think they were all Ian Fleming. All right, and here's
0: my favorite moment, my absolute don't miss moment. 77 minutes into episode 30, okay? And I'm going to just let this play out. This is going to be the, the end of our regular episode. I'm so sorry, Matt, listeners. Well, it's perfect. Matt Gourley says, I, I've never left one of our little podcast recordings feeling bad. And what he means by that is in that, in that 77 minutes before that – They tore apart the Spectre trailers. And in so doing, because they're smart guys, because they know a lot about James Bond, and because they understand this new series very well, they have pretty much worked out in their heads exactly what happens in the new movie. And they've worked that out out loud together. And they're pretty convinced that they've got it right. And they're so convinced that they got it right, in fact, that they— Record a spoiler warning at the end, and then they cut it into the beginning of the show to make sure that you don't make yourself depressed as a fan. It perfectly encapsulates fandom. Here's the deal. You love it. You love it so much that you can't get enough of it. And so you want to deny yourself. You want to say, I want to go in, like the new Star Wars movie, for instance. I saw the first teaser trailer, and I swear... I have not seen a teaser since. I will not see a teaser since. I want to like read the novel that leads up to it. There's a novel called Aftermath, which happens right after Return of Jedi, that supposedly hints at a lot of things that are coming in the new series. I'll probably read that. But other than that, I don't want to know. I don't If there's spoilers that come out, I don't care. I don't want to hear it. I'm just trying to go in. I want to go in blind so that I can—I was so hyped up in 99— and i don't want to be ruined again like that i just really want to be satisfied
1: a true friend a true fan would not have been ruined by it they would have embraced it and enjoyed every single minute of it
0: i did at the time and no, then you i watched didn't. it i did no, no you i loved didn't. it I, and 99 sure you didn't. i did i went i went at midnight i went the next day i went sunday i went Twice the next week. That just sounds like somebody with too much time on their hands. I well, I had just graduated high school. I loved I loved episode one until about the sixth or seventh time that I saw it, and all of a sudden I saw all of its flaws and it fell apart for me, and I was so disappointed. I just don't want to be disappointed, and and I just so how about you not
1: watch the movie six times in a week? Yeah, I'm not going to. I don't have the
0: money to do that now, like I did, and I definitely don't have the time. But I'm like, I just want to really enjoy Star Wars, so I'm trying to go in cold. But here's the deal. I so badly want to tear every single piece of information apart. I want to like soak into it and, and figure it all out ahead of time. I just want to put it in my eyeballs, you know? So this, the end of uh, episode 30, that it perfectly encapsulates fandom to me. And it is the reason why as a fan of James Bond, this is a show that I absolutely love.
1: I actually like that you're doing this because it doesn't give you the last word. It doesn't give me the last word. And it gives our listeners a chance to make up their mind at the
3: end. I've never left one of our podcast recordings feeling bad. before. <laughs> 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 it's a good thing that we're following this up with another episode a week later because yeah, I don't yeah, want yeah. people lingering on no. the fact that this might be a bit of a downer. This podcast? Well, not. It's just very spectralive. Yeah,
2: speculative. I mean, this is like spe- the song briefing, spectralating.
3: I I kind of hope we're wrong because I I I want to be surprised and I've really tried to stay away from spoilers and I felt like I knew way too much going into Skyfall and now I feel like I know too much about this and that's why I've been more excited about the new Star Wars movie than I have the James Bond movie. Right. I haven't read a thing about those. Yeah, I j- I've been board. staying looking forward too. to it. Not to say I'm not excited for this. I think we're going to... Maybe maybe it's good that we do this a month out of the gate, because I was feeling this, like...
2: Oh, we'll come like, right up I to, guarantee you we'll be way excited. It's yeah, the day that we're recording before we're going to see the movie. Yeah. We're going to be way on
3: board. Yeah. We're going to be ready. It's going to be We're nice. going to
2: be dressed to the nines. We're going to be great. in suits. Yeah.
3: Sitting on couches. We are? Yeah. We're going to be in suits? Why not? Okay. We're
2: going to be the two dudes that wear suits too. <laughs> There might be more, dudes. Let's see if Paul's on board. <laughs> yeah, With
3: the suit thing. I doubt it. <laughs> uh, all right. Wow. Uh,
2: Katie, uh, thank you for listening to us ruin our own hopes. Here, I have an idea. Yeah,
3: let's record. Yeah, what, we got record, record, record the spoiler thing, thing but we'll do it as part of the end of this podcast and see how many times it takes us to get it right. What? Well, I think we're gonna want to. For instance, let's just try it. Okay. Today's episode of James Bonding contains inadvertent spoilers. So
2: many spoilers.
3: But they're not spoilers that we know for certain. We just feel that we've done a fair (laughs) job of sleuthing to go so far as to depress ourselves. We are not authorities. We have no evidence for this except for watching the two trailers. But listen at your own peril. Yeah. Please, dear God, do not tweet us any spoilers or confirmations. Don't, or
2: anything. yeah, please. And if you, you know, if you're going to listen to this podcast and you're a fan of James Bond, uh, do so at your own risk. I think Matt and I went into this with the best of intentions. Yeah, we had the best, best, best of intentions, and uh, we really broke down the trailer. I mean, you're you're again. I, I said it earlier or later in the podcast. You'll hear we are two people that took a ten minute. Press conference with actors standing around and, and did an hour and a half podcast on it.
3: Yeah, so and I hope we're wrong.
2: I hope we're wrong too.
3: Not that, that it's a bad way. I, I just don't to want to know.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it just it when we were going through it, it felt a little too close to what could actually be the reality. We were yeah. again just speculating.
3: Yeah, and if this isn't the case, we're going to seem so hubristic. But if it is, we're going to look like geniuses.
0: Always listening is a proud member of the two guys and a rogue network you can find more great reviews and our full list of episodes by searching for always listening in itunes or stitcher or go to blogtalkradio.com always listening pod find us on facebook and twitter as well always listening pod and email the show always listening pod at gmail.com our theme song is enough by bethany Raber.